now i know i have to select a denomination so how do i select a church like how do i select do i select a church because it is hip do i select a church because it is cool do i select a church because i'm an introvert i like door stuff so i have to you know choose a solemn church how do i select a church bible says where two or more are gathered in his name he is there in their midst so if we are meeting from whichever places and then it is a gathering in the name of god then he is there so yes oh well yeah i don't see anything wrong with that if you're able to go about your other businesses from monday to saturday you can give god what your whole sunday I don't see anything wrong with that. So the, yeah, you the, should go to church. The whole love thing. Me, I think okay. these days what we are doing in church is like something staged. I say, uh, we are yes, it's something staged. We we are trying to lie to ourselves. Um, uh, I said you can see that these people, all of them over there, they are fighting in their hearts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they are mm-hmm. sitting there. They are trying. Yeah. They are very true. Very true. Yeah. I like it. It is a why not try natural? Like why not? Who are you like kidding? So uh, I think the modern church is not being genuine. As a Christian, it's compulsion because even look at with our earthly jobs. Mm-hmm. Can we say that <laughs> we are not required to go to our earthly jobs? We go out to the extent that we even go on weekends and other things. When there are exceptions, we can get more. I believe that. Eh, but what you get from <laughs> God, fine. It cannot be. Uh, you cannot say the monetary. Like maybe it's not in monetary value, but mm-hmm. besides the whole duty of man is towards worship and serve God. Um, is that good evening, and all of you. Good evening. Yeah. Good evening. <laughs> yes. And um, today, Benis is not available, so I'm sitting in for here. Um, okay. Yeah, it feels great to be back. And I hope the body of Christ is doing well. I think um, July episode is here, and we are all welcome to the live session. Like it's a discussion. Like nobody knows more than the other. We are all trying to look at things from a biblical perspective and see if we can get understanding. So. Um, you can share your thoughts. You can share what the Holy Spirit has in, inspired you to say. Okay, so um, we are praying. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the opportunity to meet together. Lord, come and teach your people. Strengthen our faith in you. In Christ alone we pray. Amen. 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 Yes, yeah, so it's the narrow way. Um, today we are looking at the church. The church. Yes. And our memory verses from Hebrews 10 25. So, we'll be like the passage you read for us Hebrews 10 25. <laughs> Yeah. Adobia, you are welcome. I can see Theophilus too. 
Okay. Oh. Okay. So Hebrews ten twenty five. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as in the manner of some, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. There is a new King James version. If you'd like me to read the other versions, I can. Okay. Um, good news. Let's try good news to NC. Uh, good news. GNT. Yeah, okay, any other version? Like any GNT. Other. Okay. Okay. Oh, what do you call ah? <laughs> GNT. Hebrews. Yeah. Hebrews ten twenty five. Yes. Let us not give up the habit of meeting together, as some are doing. Instead, let us encourage one another all the more, since you see that. The, the day of the Lord is coming here. That is GNT. Okay. Amen. But which one says, do not uh, forsake that the God it, it, it the assembly be, it of be the saints? Maybe yes, me or yeah. Yes. A or yes. Yes, me. Yes, me. Okay. Standard version. Uh, I've got me yes, me. Okay. Uh, okay. He has been saying, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. Amen. That's the okay. Let me see. Let me see an Amen. And I to be saying the same thing. Mm. Maybe today we are not supposed to see, uh, do not forsake. So. Okay. <laughs> uh, just amplify to say, not forsaking, not forsaking our meeting together as believers for worship and instruction. That is the habit of some, but yeah, so it's also saying using the same word. Okay. Let us not give up the habit of meeting together as some are doing instead. Let us encourage one another. Or mm -hmm. that one another all the more since you see that the day of the lord is coming near um so we mm. have memory verses from hebrews 10 25 so and um, after the discussion you can also go through yes so let's begin the discussion hey, guys are you there like i said devil how you doing like, <laughs> oh yeah yeah there's a little yes. noise on my hand so. okay Teoflos, what's up adobia um hi victoria then we found. So, what is the church like? In like, what 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 is the church? Like, what is the church? That's our first question. Today we have a lot of questions from social media, so we have to move faster. Yeah. What is the church? Okay. Can I go? Yes. All right. Okay. So I'm tempted to say say the church is the place where. We go and gather and worship, but um, I think the church is us. I mean, the church is you or me. And together we make the body of Christ. That's what I think. So the church is, uh, I mean, we are the church. But when we gather together in, mm -hmm. uh, in a room, we are the body of, uh, of Christ, yes. So that's why I think that the church is Okay. Um, who else? 
Uh, I believe the church is not the where, but it's the act of gathering or like as in Christians meeting together to fellowship, encourage each other, share the gospel. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so um we'll be at the back home. Like or we should continue. Okay. So um the church like we are all saying the church is the gathering of the elect, the believers of Christ and the body of Christ. And we can find it in Hebrews ten twenty-five and one Corinthians twelve twenty-six. The next question is how does the church build a new believer? Like how does the church build a new believer? I'm a new believer. My question is, how does you are saying something? Please you can Adoma. Yeah, I was asking for the question again. Oh, how does the church build a new believer through discipleship? Uh, how does the church build a new believer? Then um, Nifa is saying constant teaching. Theophilus is also saying discipleship. Yes, I think um, they are following with the uh, the chat part, so that you can read, you can you can read their comments there. Yes, Victoria, do you have something to say? Um, I just have something little to share. Okay. So, um, I the constant teaching and discipleship, mm-hmm. but mostly in churches when um, a new person comes, they ask if he's coming to stay or he just visiting. And then they give him, let me say, a class. Okay, maybe it only applies to my church. And then they give him a class where um, mm-hmm. on Sunday they share the word of God, encourage the person to live rightly, call on the person to check up on how he or she is living life. And mm-hmm. yes, giving the person accountability partner. So I think all these come into, um, come into playing the, the role. Accountability partner, what is that? Um, it sounds nice. Um, okay. okay, it's not um, something the church adopted. It was just a few of us who started it and thought that it was helping us to so started to okay. share. So it's like if I say, um, okay, I'm my accountability partner, um, mm-hmm. you check up on me, know how frequently I have my quiet time, how frequently I pray, and then it should be somebody you are in a very but then the respect is there so that you are not tempted to like the person and then you can yeah. also speak the shit I see so how does the church build a new believer you know some uh, she just said something very interesting there I like the system of accountability partner I think um, at least you have someone you can confine in you can share your struggles with when you join the church. Um, what else, please? Uh, probably, like, as, is, as they are new, you need to definitely teach them the best practices and try to help them grow their relationship with Christ. Okay. And then, yeah. And then, if it's in a church, like, as in a church setting, you need to connect them with people who are who are in line with the rules of the church. You get it. 
So just sort of like very good Christians in the church, people who are very active in doing the work of God in the church so that they'll be able to follow in those steps. And then mostly in my church, we make sure they join the Bible class and all that so that they are able to study the Bible. So it's not as if they only come and listen to preaching and all that. Yeah, their knowledge in Christ is supposed to be enriched. Okay, so with the Bible class, do you, do you have a duration for it or something? I don't know. Oh, no, no. It shouldn't have a duration. Okay. By no, the whole soon soon pe una my people will join and then at the points they become like on and off. But then Bible class, I believe, should be an ongoing project because we should we, we should never stop learning, right? Yeah. Yeah, I see. Any other point? Hello? Yeah, any fun. Right. So, um, just like everyone has said, I believe, you know, when there is a new person in a workplace, usually they conduct um, what workshop, orientation, even for yeah. new students, we conduct yeah. orientation and all. This is basically to teach whoever is a newcomer the rules, the do's and don'ts, the things that they are expected to do, the things that they are expected to face and all those things. So I think trying to build a new believer, you sort of take them into orientation, not necessarily, I mean, the one in the corporate system, but then you teach the people the word, prayer and everything. Then you make them understand the life that they have chosen. Bible says iron sharpens iron. And Bible says we shouldn't neglect the guardian of the saints. So all these basic things that they need, you feed them with it. As, even as they are babies in Christ, you feed them with it so that they are able to grow in it and not out of it. Okay. I, I like their point, iron sharpens iron. I think um, it links with the third question. Um, do we all have to belong to a church? Like in our modern world, do I still have to belong to a church with all the avenues we have? Like, do I, do I still have to belong to a church? That's the question. Do we all have to belong to a church? Um, yes. Yes, I think, I think we all have to belong to a church. So okay. I think uh -huh. someone spoke earlier and then talked about accountability partner. I mean, you need you need a place to you need a place or someone through which you can serve you can serve God because when you go to the church you, you don't just you don't just go to church on Sunday but you do other stuff in the house of God you serve you you worship God through your service and all that you need to belong to a place where you can be accountable. Mm -hmm. you, you need you need you need to belong to a place where people. Are there to mentor you, teach you constantly. When you go wrong, they're able to try and bring you onto the right path and all that. So I think you, we all need, need to belong to a church. Okay. So um, <clears throat> I believe once you become a Christian, you're already part of the church. I don't know what, what you mean by church, even. Um, the denomination or 
being part of the body of Christ. Like because a particular if you're a Christian, uh, but a community, let's say a church. Denomination. Okay. Yes, okay. okay, yes. So, like Marianne, I hope I'm right, said, mm -hmm. we all yes, need please. to be part of the family. You, you can't, I mean, it's a new world, it's a new place for you. You, you can't go through it without guidance, okay? And it's it's not, I mean, we, we say the term is body of Christ. I don't think the body has just one part or it's just one thing that is making up the body. There are different, different parts. So we complement each other at the end of the day. So yes, I believe everyone needs to belong to a group that believes in the word of God and then do the bidding of Christ. I see. Adubia, do you want to say something? Oh, okay. I thought she was saying something. So we all have to belong to at least um, a denomination, a, a, a group, like, so that we will be built by this group of people. The next question is, um, now I know I have to select a denomination. So how do I select a church? Like, how do I select? Do I select a church because it is hip? Do I select a church because it is cool? Do I select a church because I'm an introvert? I like dull stuff, so I have to, you know, choose a solemn church. How do I select a church? That's the question. Um, so I I don't think there is a formula to that. Because I don't I don't even know how I chose my church, but but then I, all what I know is, um, you know, sometimes your destiny also counts. So, you know, God speaks to us. So we, I mean, one way or the other, we we know what we, uh, I wouldn't call it feeling. Yes, but me from, funny enough, for me, fancy, I, I've always known that I loved the, the prophetic church. I just don't know why. <laughs> I loved the prophetic church. So, what they call Presby. I mean, I'll go all right. I mean, I'll go all right. I'll go back. What's the info? Yeah, I know I said that. I beg. I beg. It just, it's but like, send me to a prophetic church. I would go and the second time, you would not, you would not have to tell me that, oh, let's go again. Once I am comfortable. Yes, once I am comfortable. I, I feel, I feel, I, I feel at rest, yes. I feel at rest. When I enter a church and I feel at rest, I know that I can worship there. I don't know why I do that happens to me, but because I believe that it's the same God we all serve. Mm. And uh, but then it's just that there are different assignments, beyond an assignment. So I believe that is how come there are so many churches with so many doctrines. And, yeah, I so see. I don't think there is one one way formula, but I feel like for all for any time I choose a church, maybe I move to a new place and I need a new church or something. I think when I enter the church and they have sound teachings and I feel at rest and comfortable, I you join. I am able to stay. Okay. Yes, I'm able to stay. Yeah, I commit. So um, Marianne is, is telling us that she likes the prophetic church. Uh, I think my follow-up question will come. Um, she likes the prophetic church okay. and there's no method for it. Like who else? Like I am um, who else? Uh, 
has something different to add, like something to add question to what we have done so far. Okay, and I want the man Okay, I think in choosing a church <clears throat> after studying the Bible for quite a while, everything you should do as a Christian should conform to the will of God. Mm-hmm. One, so you should pray about it. Two is it should be what the Bible says. You understand? Mm-hmm. So looking at the sort of church Christ was building, as in Christ built in the Bible, if the said church seems to be in that path, then I think you should join that church. Basically, that's what I think. Okay. So, um, do I have to go to a particular church because my parents are attending that church? Well, you know, generally, because of our family system, you are more inclined to start with your parents, like at your parents' church. But your you staying there depends on you. Because at this age, you are old enough to take your own decisions, right? So mm-hmm. if you see something that is not good for you, or you feel um, there's a certain potential that is not being properly exploited, then, then you can move to a church where you feel you can have like the freedom to do the things you do. Not necessarily freedom, but as you said, you can choose yourself. Yeah. Not because you are born into it. Okay. I see. So, um, me personally, me to my contribution, I think um, you have to select a church um, ba- uh, based on their closeness to um, God's command, you know, the, the kind of doctrine they preach and all those things. And we have to take all those things into uh, consideration because in as much as maybe we think we feel good over there, we feel this over there, we should be able to understand what is going on. You know, the Lord is saying that we should worship him in spirit and in truth. And so, we have to uh, make sure that the truth is uh, being preached there and the Holy yeah. Spirit is also felt over there. Yes, so um, let's move to the, the uh, I think this, the questions, uh, some of the questions from social media. Someone mm. is saying, what is a denomination? Like, okay. Mm, uh, yeah, AC. He, yeah, one AC. Uh, I think uh, he's asking what is a denomination, so Let's help you. Hello. Yes. Hi. Um, okay. Uh, so I believe um, when someone says a denomination, um, it's simply um, it represents like a, a recognized branch of the Christian Church. Say like um, the Presbyterian community. The Anglican community, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I believe a denomination is. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. So, what, what denomination do you, do you belong to? Oh. <laughs> yeah, that will go okay, um, I will <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I, I belong to um, the Presbyterian community. Oh, that's yeah. when you come. 
and cons. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I think we've helped him. Now the next question, Barbara. Barbara is also asking that um, do I have to go to church every day? Ish. Okay. Mm. Is it every day? Yes. Did you say every day? Yeah, that's the question. What does she mean by every day? Every day. I think think she's trying to say every Sunday. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. I don't see anything wrong with that. If you're able to go about your other businesses from Monday to Saturday, you can give God what your whole Sunday. I don't see anything wrong with that. So, yeah, you should go to church every Sunday. Okay. Um, can I also contribute? Yes, yes. Yeah, um, okay. Um, so, I think uh, um, a sincere Christian, as sincere Christians, um, normally we would want to go to church every, um, every Sunday. Like, I don't know if, but it's, it's something that, that, that has become part of we Christians. But then I don't think even though it is like it's it's helpful as in if you go to church every sunday like you get to hear of um the word there are lots of blessings that come 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 as you go to church and all that but it also not abs like it's not absolutely required that you would have to go to church every sunday you know sometimes um you might be sick, other things might, yeah, but even though it is good and it's it's expected of us Christians that we go to church every day, it is not absolutely required mm-hmm. that you can, yeah, I think that's that's what I think. Hey, Inti, so those so of us... What you're saying is it's, it's not compulsory. If I get I you right... I say it's not compulsory. I am no, saying when you that... say it's not required, <laughs> required in what sense? It's not absolutely required sounds more like it's not mandatory i don't know correct me if i'm wrong you know if you you say that um you see you you, you would have to also um believe in what you do yeah. it shouldn't be because it is stated that you have to go to church every sunday so even if you don't like feel like okay because it's said that people will just get up and go to church just like because someone someone is saying they should go to church like me for instance when i was a kid like sometimes i don't even want to go to church but because yeah. you know if you don't go to church you you won't, you you won't be enjoying certain things in the house and all that so you just have to go even if you don't want to go yeah but Most especially, especially that, because you didn't understand what you were doing then yes but as a but christian I'm now seeing, yeah, as a Christian now, I'm seeing that <laughs> Who it's, it's the okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. it's okay that you. I, I'm just saying that you can't go all right. Okay, so not everything. Okay, okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so I, I if I if I'm allowed to. Also, oh, the floor is open everywhere. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, um, um, I mean, okay, fine. I think that as a Christian, it's compulsory because even look at with our earthly jobs. Mm-hmm. Can we say that it's no, we are not required to go to our earthly jobs? We go out to the extent that we even go on weekends and other things. When there are exceptions, so we can, yeah, move I believe that 
Uh, but what you get from God, <laughs> fine. It cannot be. Uh, you cannot say the monetary like maybe it's not in monetary value, but mm-hmm. besides the whole duty of man is to what worship and serve God. Mm-hmm. Is that on the whole duty? Yes. Yes. So I believe that if we can go the extra mile, for we can go to parties and we can go to work. But then. When it comes to church, we are so comfortable to get to church like 7.38. When we are scared to get to work around 8 because our boss will say, why are you late? Or they would, you know, query you or something. I believe that when it comes to the things of God, as Christians, we should do better. Like, we should give our all because at the end of the day, that is the purpose. That is like, yes, it's a very integral part of our lives as Christians. So I think... If compare for every every Christian, every Sunday you have to go to church class, there's nothing wrong with it. Honestly, because this is God. And you know, I mean it's God. Mm-hmm. And He's the source of your life, everything. And then we, we cannot give and we are not required to go to church every day. Even if it's every day, I think you can go because you go to work every day. You wake up at dawn, go to work. Say any grandpa, it's not come up. Ever return like eight, but funny enough, when we go to work and we like we can stay in in our uh, work for hours. Your car is already two hours. Now say, I'm saying two hours. Now say, it's ten quarter hours. No, be actually now. You know, I think as Christians we can do better. Well, I think I. So I we are required to go to compulsory. Yeah. And we are required to go to church every Sunday and every other day. God needs our service. Every day, every day, yeah, I think I agree with what um, Mariam said. Yes, so it's it sort of should be compulsory for a Christian to go to church every Sunday because even that one day is not enough to uh, show gratitude for all of the things God has done for you. So mm-hmm. spending a few hours in church, being in the act of worship and all that, there's totally nothing wrong with making it mandatory. I see. I, I like the contribution so far. I think um, the the time to... Um, the we, we have 10 minutes remaining. But let's carry this question to the break. F at F Nimaku at one, uh, one is also asking that is virtual church a church? E. <laughs> is virtual church a church? <laughs> <laughs> Information we ask. Information mm. we ask. <laughs> um, yes, I, I think it's a church. Okay. Okay. Because uh, who is it king or s- someone said that when we're defining church, he said he would want to say that uh, it's more of the, the act than the than way. Yes, yeah. So they that worship God must worship God in spirit and in truth. In truth, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I think online church is where church. There is no distance in the spirit. Okay. Yeah, I, I wanted to point out the fact that we Christians of today have a challenge with the meaning of the word church. church. So 
I'm sure, I'm sure um, the one who has a question is probably thinking of a, a building or something, something tangible. But then, Bible says, where two or more are gathered in his name, he is there in their midst. So if we are meeting from whichever places and then it is a gathering in the name of God, then he is there. So yes, it is a meeting of the body of Christ. And so it is a church. I mean, we don't need a building to necessarily worship God, do we? Mm. Okay, um, so then I would also want to go back to um, the previous question. Do I have to go to church every Sunday? Huh? The hack, oh, I tried to hack. Okay, let's, let's see what you add. Okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, listen. Uh-huh. Do you have to go to church every Sunday? Every so, Sunday. I'm trying yes. to say you don't have to. Uh, uh, we don't have to enter a church building every Sunday. However, we can yes. it online. Yes, that was what I wanted to. You know. <laughs> no, but we never define church as a place, a particular place where you go. Okay. So, so yes, but then, I mean, um, it's uh, online. Like, like what the lady just said a while ago. I, I think that the problem is our understanding as to what the church really is because when you when and um, believe me when someone says um church it's like that building that we all mm-hmm. like enter and all that that is that is mm-hmm. what we've been made to um understand the church to be so um adubia is trying to say the church is not a building so <laughs> you can have you can have a hybrid like uh, if yeah, and I'm sorry, I don't feel like going. Then I just join online. Oh, is that what you are trying to say? Yeah, something like that. But I have a follow up question. No, but when we're talking, there was nothing like online. So, online change came up from COVID and all that. But when you were talking, you never said that, or oh, maybe you, even, even when you cannot go to the physical building for, for church service, <laughs> you will still attend online. You didn't say that. So I, I think we are still right. When we say that, it should be mandatory. To go to church. Yes. Okay. Whether so it can online be mandatory. Or in the Whether physical online building. Or, or in the physical building. Yes. Yes, I think uh, you stick to which one best works for you. Okay. I guess, yeah. And then there are also dangers of being online. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you have to yes, take that into consideration. Always. Yes. <laughs> we know what happens how you find online classes. The online. There are internet problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People fall so what if you, you go off and then by the time you come back, the preacher man has finished preaching. Then what was the church that? What, 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 what did you learn? <laughs> and I mean, what, what, when you have to go to work, you, you can't just wake up one day and tell your boss that, Charlie, today I, I don't feel like coming to the workplace. I work from home. Uh-huh. Oh, no. Uh-huh. It doesn't work like that. I don't know why sometimes we treat the church as though. God, they understand. But when it comes to human beings, we are so proactive. Like, just at the call, we answer. But God is calling you and you're putting God on hold and all. I mean, 
if it is something that you have to do, it is part of what makes it, I mean, makes you a Christian. I said, don't forsake the garden of the saints. Don't sit there and do online things. We both know that the online <laughs> is not always effective. <laughs> and and I also it is not so. <clears throat> yeah. I also believe the physical one comes with a lot of advantages. Mm-hmm. Because there are a lot of things you can do in the house of God that you won't be able mm-hmm. to do online. Because when you go to church, sometimes being a good Christian, you see, you are able to identify a few people who maybe wow. would need your help as a fellow Christian. Be it maybe uh, help studying the Bible. Sometimes you, there are times when you realize someone who is someone is in the church and a person is. Mm-hmm. And the person is. Oh, lost basically sort of like be the person's i don't know if uh you're getting my point your line went off so if you you could come again okay sorry so i was saying when you go to the physical churches you can easily help fellow christians who need a brother in christ either to speak to to encourage to fellowship with maybe easy sometimes when you are doing this online thing you can't have physical people to talk to that and say, oh, okay, maybe I'm not able to wake up to pray or maybe you call me and all that. But when you go to church, you can speak to someone and identify that person's problem and then help. Mm-hmm. And you are also doing the whole evangelistic duty <coughs> as a Christian. So virtually, virtually doesn't give you that chance. Sort of, yeah. Just to add up to um, what my brother just said, I don't know who has ever had this experience, but sometimes you can wake up very down, very dull, and w- w- once you go into the house of the Lord and then you come back, like you feel like there's some relief of you. You can't get this experience virtually. Sometimes you just need to see someone. Someone just has to smile at you at church, and then mm-hmm. you are okay. Yeah, we have praise and worship. What I say, ha, kakra, handshake, kakra, just to the cow, you know, interaction to to feel okay. Sometimes you need just praise and worship to to feel okay. You don't get these things virtually. So what you hear praise and worship, what you hear what TV so cry from an to and you I don't think the experience is the same as being there. You understand? Yeah. So. There are the advantages, and then it has its disadvantages as a virtual church as well. So, um, the virtual church, it's a church, but it's not like the church church we know. Like, if I am getting what uh, we, we are agreeing to, uh, like, yes, the virtual church is a church, but then the experience isn't like what we are used to. Yeah, I, I think we are basically saying it has this limitation. Okay. So, um, another so, question. Okay, someone is saying something. Okay. You can say it. Um, okay. Um, the next question. Someone is saying that... Um, this one, the person just tested it. Um, why is why is the church in the Bible different from what we are seeing 
in our day. Uh -huh. I think in a, a different group, be someone who was saying he's interested in this question. So, uh -huh. why is the church in the Bible different from? The first question is, is it true? Like, is it different from the church like right now? Is it true? That's the first part of the question. And then if it is true, uh, why is it that they are different from us? Um, I, yes, Papa. Yeah, I um, friend asking because it's uh, ambiguous. So we'd like to maybe how different the person thinks um, that of the old is from the new. Okay. okay. I believe there are changes, but we don't know what angle he's asking from. So we don't know how really to um or how to answer his question. Okay, then let me use my discretion to add my angle. I think when you okay. when you read the the Acts of the Apostles, the book, when you compare the life, how the church of old were living, you know, they were living communally. Now, this modern church, when you're having a problem, can you share it with someone in your church? Like, it looks like now we are more focused on uh, events. We are more of events-based, you know, mega, mega things. Like, but the church of, they were more of, okay, we are gathering to study this, like in small numbers. So it looks like there's a difference between them and us. That's one difference. Then I think another difference too is okay. they were sharing everything they had. These days, when you need help and you go and say it in a chair, do you get it? Oh, like, uh, do, do we get yeah. the help? Like, okay, so, Oswald, you know, like how Oswald got the help? I think for that one, it's clear that. Um, can I speak? Yes, please. Okay, so I believe for the two points you raised, <laughs> that one is clear. The church of old were, uh, were doing or did better than we are doing now, okay? But I think it's all a teaching issue. Like, um, first thing we must understand as believers is that when someone becomes a believer, we've come into one body, the body of Christ, okay? God is our father. And so every Christian you see, is your brother. And in fact, let me take it deeper and even say that. If you have a family and then uh, whether your mother or father has not even accepted Jesus Christ, when you have a friend who has accepted Jesus Christ, that person is more of a family member to you than your mother and father give birth to you. Hey. So that's how deep it goes. You know, the church of old understood that. So they knew that as they are in Christ, okay, um, we are one family. The church of old the question is the church of old. Why is it that it's different from this modern church? That's the main question. Then I added a follow-up question. So if anyone has anything to add, the church in the Bible. Mm -hmm. I, yes. Hello. So I believe that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I believe that they understand something we don't. You know, probably, for example, love. Yeah, I think, uh, for example, because, I mean, the basis of Christianity is love. Mm -hmm. So, but then uh, their love wasn't conditional, like the way ours is now. 
we 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 love people based on what we can get from them, how beneficial they are to us. When we are supposed to be loving them from the perspective of God, I mean, without conditions. Yes, I, I want to add something to what so you said. So I think... <laughs> yes, like uh, the, the, the whole love thing. Me, I think these days what we are doing in church, it's like something staged. I say, uh, we are, yes, something staged. We, we are trying to lie to ourselves um uh, i said you can see that these people all of them over there they are fighting in their hearts mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they are mm-hmm. sitting there they are trying yeah. their very true very true yeah. like it. it is a why not try natural like why not who are you like kidding so uh, we i think the modern church is not being genuine like that we are not being true yes i can really agree to that uh, maybe that is why there is a difference. The person is asking that question. Because uh, if you see how they... I was watching this movie, uh, Paul the Apostle, and it was around the time the church in Roma, uh, Rome was being, uh, being under attack. And you can see that they were all lodging at uh, Aquila and Priestless House. And you could see that all of them were together, sharing everything. You could see the genuine love over there. They don't have to mention the word love, but you will know. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's like you join you 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 just enter a place and you, you know that we are fighting. B. I don't know if I'm the only person uh, who has observed that uh, that we are. Yes. No, like it's very um, true. Like yeah. I think that's what's happening in all of our churches. Please, can can I ask um a, a question to to that? Yes, please. The person asked why why the church of old is different from the church of today right i don't know did the person define what he or she means by different unfortunately that's where what does the problem is he didn't bring so i was trying to say you see we i think we have concluded that the church of old was better than the church of today i mean okay that that's that's okay but I don't think they were all righteous then. And I don't think all of us in today's Christianity are all, you know, um, what's, what's the word to use? Unrighteous, if I, I, I may use. Okay. So what does a person mean by different? I, I think we, we, would, we don't have to... Um, quickly judge that not judge sorry quickly conclude that by difference the person means um the church of old is better than today's church yes i agree that today people do eye service and all those other things but do, do we think it wasn't there in the past i mean there were times that paul would um, criticize or re- sorry rebuke the church, the church of Corinth, the church of Ephesus and all those things. Does that mean they were all doing the right thing and then he still went ahead to, you know, rebuke them? So what does the person mean by the church is different? I, I, I just want to get that part clear. Um, yeah, I, I think that um, from the, what the person, the question the person asks, I think, it's about the a matter of form, form like as in, um, you see, even we as humans are baby pictures in the same as 
we are now mm-hmm. so i think the difference here that a person is talking about it's um, maybe to do with the form of the church and not particularly like what we are really looking at it from <laughs> well if, if, if you're talking about the form then maybe i understand because let's be um, realistic Presbyterian yeah, church yeah, some time yeah. ago is not the same Presbyterian church we see. I mean, yeah, th- there is some difference. Okay, mm-hmm. but yeah. what does the difference mean that it is good or it is bad? Yeah, I think that's something we should we shouldn't forget. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, <laughs> you have a point. <laughs> you know, but does the difference mean that? Me, what I heard was first before night, yeah, and Tonyo, your money and some more, your money and any idea. And some of us right saying? now, we are happy with that. I think it was exactly <laughs> so. It is different from what they used to have. Does that mean the difference makes it bad? I don't think it does. No. So maybe there's an aspect to that uh, difference that we have to look at, not necessarily everything well, I think, the um, churches. when you are comparing the old church uh, you could see they were more of a missionary church missionary church they they were more focused on missions so if you compare the work of missions um around that time to how we are doing missions right now <laughs> uh, the speed at which they were doing it as compared to ours uh, can't we see difference um, and if, if we, we compare how they are focused. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't read anywhere where they were talking about let's put up a structure. I, I don't know. I'm yet to see that in scriptures and I stand to be corrected. But it looks like these days we are more focused. <laughs> hey, David have some... built a temple for God. Hey, Mr. David. So Solomon built a temple for God. And then when No, I'm just <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. asking that's but um, what wasn't uh, Solomon and David more focused on pleasing God than uh, putting up a structure so that it will fulfill their carnal desires? Because it looks like these days um, uh, we we are more focused on that, like um, big big uh, buildings, you know, and uh, big events. It looks like those two things are what we are so much interested in. See, I know they're a bit trending this year. Like, you see big, big flyers and all those things. And I think David's era too was different from, okay, with the church of old. I don't know if it, was, it wasn't different. Because that was around a theocracy period. And the church in Acts 2 was around a time where they were under the Romans. Like, yeah, so... Uh, they did not put up. I I don't I don't remember reading anywhere in Acts where they they were putting up structures. Or maybe we are overstretching ourselves with the question. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we are, because <laughs> I mean, what, one thing I've come to understand is that the only thing that is constant is change. Yeah, things do change. I mean, evolvement comes, errors change. I mean, things change. Change is constant. So you, some things that were, were being done in Abraham's time, that it's a net, say, a cassette, Grammy Wusu, Oba Wawono, 
Fano na fano ba for ema nyamia. Na gana for e yi. That won the law even handle you. Does that mean you are not faithful again? I mean, some some things have changed. We can't deny that fact. But my problem is my or my child. If they we are, are talking about the difference in the fact that we are not doing what the the Bible has taught us to do, then I understand. But some other additional things, be or honomad, they are inevitable. Yeah, oh yes, yeah. yeah. realistic. Mm -hmm. Exactly. We've been certain things that were done before Christ was born are different from what was happening after Christ was born. So even now there should be changes, but the Changes shouldn't affect the doctrine. So if it is affecting yeah. the doctrine, then that is bad. Exactly. Okay. So we let's let's use this one as the conclude uh, the conclusion. For I kill please on say something. Okay. Okay. So the fact that I think that the fact that you're trying to look at how different the old church was mm -hmm. from um, today's church doesn't necessarily mean that we are looking for who is better. Okay. Yes, yes, we are just yes. trying to see how, how different it was. I mean, yeah, how different it was, and then we can all attest to the fact that now we don't even love ourselves <laughs> as we claim. We don't even love ourselves. We will not go there somehow for our friends. Uh, you know, if we are not benefiting anything from them, and the old church was not like that. They would go all Who out. Says? <laughs> oh, it's true. I mean, let's not pretend. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore, but of course, <laughs> but of course, the Bible, the Bible is like yeah, our manual as Christian. Of course, the Bible does not lie. And I'm a brother. No, the Bible doesn't <laughs> the Bible lie. Does not lie. <laughs> oh, mother, what does it say? So, of course, you can see what we, do, we read in the Bible and what we, we, we ourselves we do today, and we can see the clear difference. Say, nah, we need to do way better. Mm -hmm. yeah okay so, so it doesn't think, mean so you don't know for who is better the the, for the last question i think <laughs> okay the last question i think being oh sorry continue, I just continue. one thing i think being better should be in comparison with what the bible says and not what the church did some time ago Okay. The commandments of God. That is what you should be. I mean, you should strive at being better at not necessarily what the church did some time ago. Yes, they are there to guide us, but you can't be hundred percent sure that all of them is your time no be uncomfortable. Yes, yes, if you are talking about that, I, I understand. Because but if we are talking on the basis of doctrine, I understand. I mean, not doing what the Bible says, I understand. But to be as a Old church, no, now when you know, then you are not as your fair descendants are fair. I don't know instance death, so but they were part of the church, and what was their sin input? This was not even about those things. This was they didn't bring everything that they were supposed to bring. No, in fact, you can't even relate this to love. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. So, I think. The comparison doesn't really help us. 
what you should be focused on is doing what the commandment says you should do. So my question is, so, our current church, are we doing... Like, looking at the fact church? that you're doing it better no, than someone. No, we are not. We are not, like Even if we are supposed to be comparing, then they, we are playing with grace because we have grace. <laughs> and we are doing all sorts of things. Because Tali, the rate of church from the church, so you know, those not. things are going on in the church. And like right now, you are sitting there course, you're sitting I amongst mean, Christian, uh, Christian people, uh, Christians, you know, and you, you start talking about even uh, premarital sex, the kind of opinions you get from people who claim to be Christians and some of them are <laughs> elders in their churches, you, you'll be marveled. And I'm sure, like, hmm. it wasn't like that back then. Even uh, our parents' time, it wasn't like that. But right now, <laughs> like, it's like, oh, like, okay, you have to test the machine, you yeah, know, yeah, you have I'm to do on. this. Like, <laughs> you have to test the machine. <laughs> You can't buy a car without testing it as fine. Testing try one. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, I can also um I I um argue to the fact that um uh those churches back then, like the churches in the Bible were also at its infancy stage. And then today's church is like a whole many years old. So I mean, why why not the difference? There should be some sort of difference because those hello yeah we are listening yeah I mean those churches those early churches were at its early stages and so for now that the church has grown like over thousands of years old there should for crying out loud be changes or I mean differences in the two. Any questions, um, contributions, concluding comments, like anything we want to add? I just think today we, we had a very nice conversation. Okay. Hey, another 40 minutes. Okay. So I um, I think someone should pray for us. Um, Theophilus, can you please help us with yeah, a word of prayer? Let us pray. And so our Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we have come before your presence. And all that we are saying that we appreciate you. We thank you for the illumination and the understanding you have given us concerning the church. We pray that whatever role we play in our individual denominations, you give us grace to effectively do it. We pray that the desire to know you more, to study more about you, will be kindled in us. In the name of God, who alone is God. Amen. 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 Thank you so much for joining us. Like Lennon said, it's been like a very nice convo. We will will do the edits and upload it on the Podbean so you can listen to it. And comment, like add your comments to it so that. Uh, our rank will go high. Like yeah, we we have a lot of views, but we want to get more. So have a nice weekend and grace to you. Uh-